get number 99 i remember there was a time no one wanted to take yeah. sanat jayar surya's number 7 uh, in the yeah. sri lanka team jersey because yeah. you know you never know with sanat he might make a comeback so no one would take the number <laughs> Welcome to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast with Vida and Bora. This episode is sponsored by Four Pillars Gym. We haven't recorded an episode for nearly a month. Bora, how have you been? Yeah, good. Um, cricket season done and dusted. It was good to have a bit of time off. Had a bit of work commitments going, so wasn't able to, I think, um, get ahead and do some recording. But good to be back uh, to discuss more things. Oh, no thoughts and views on cricket. Yeah, and you had a bit of a COVID episode. How did you cope with that? Yeah, I was in isolation, not the best, but got through it. Not one of those good feelings, getting, getting you know, caught in the mix of it, but got through it. Yeah, it's become normal now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> bit of isolation, workouts and stuff like that, but yeah, it's good to get it over, that's for sure. <laughs> get it out of the way yeah um yeah before we get into the episode uh, we want to remind you about the competition uh, we are running on our social media uh, with four pillars gin you have a chance to win a bottle of uh, four pillars gin all you have to do is find the post uh, in our social media you will find it top of our social media feeds and uh, like the post give us a follow give a follow to four pillars and uh, tag one of your friends in the post and uh, we'll announce a winner on 15th of may lots of things been happening in sri lanka since our last episode and um, one reason we didn't do episode was we didn't really feel like doing episode with all that chaos happening in sri lanka cricket is the last thing they are worrying about at the moment i've been on the phone since the first lockdown bora you know i've been checking what's happening in sri lanka all the time and checking what's going on um it has been a tough couple of weeks and we are still waiting to see what's going to happen next um i'm sure you you are in the same boat with me bora yeah likewise um i think we try and i mean we are following what's happening out there um from i guess all as all sri lankans i guess the wish is to get things turned around really quickly so that you know hopefully we can go back to the normal life that we've had i mean a lot of chaos back home uh, you know a bit of mismanagement and making the wrong decisions i guess has put us in a bad spot um we in the past we talked about sri lanka cricket being struggling with what's been going on in a larger scale a whole country in sri lanka is struggling with some poor decisions that has been taken so likewise always following what's happening because we have a lot of loved ones family um, back in sri lanka and we're hoping for the best for everyone involved um, as an outcome i think it was the right decision by us as well just to not have in the mindset i think to record and uh, put through some episodes so we feel um, but I think you and I both had that conversation um life has to move on we've got to if we can I mean reach out and make a change even through the podcast I think that's the approach we want to take and it's one of the reasons that we kicked off the program um from from this week or this episode onwards um always a possibility if 
you know, um, through our networks, if we can get more support to Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. that's pretty much the idea that we want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we feel helpless from here and uh, we can see um, lots of people are joining the protests and um, doing what they can. I mean, we are with you and we, we feel your and we feel you feel your struggle but we are in a big mess uh, we are we are hoping to see some kind of a solution soon and hopefully we'll get out of these troubled waters soon and as you said like get back to some sort of normalcy pretty soon in in the in the cricket world lots lots been happening for the last few weeks we talked about sri lanka not having a coach not not appointing a coach for nearly what six months but i can't even remember now i lost count and finally we have a we have a head coach and we have we have a assistant coach like this like a list of appointments uh, yeah we got a coach in a group or a team appointment. yeah we got we got we got a few coach. now so let's start with our head coach bora um yeah. uh, it's silverwood um i was surprised that he agreed to coach sri lanka but yeah his his record in county cricket uh, coaching essex was good and uh, but his record for england well they wanted they kicked him out of the england job and we ended up with him so what do you reckon is it our game or what do you, what do you reckon bora Yeah I'll, I'll take it on a positive I'll take it it's hopefully a game for Sri Lanka and a loss for England um I mean he's he had a lot going on with the England setup um because there was a change um within their structure of selections to how the teams manage where it came upon one person being the chief selector and the player coach or what not um so the selection was in the hands of Chris Silverwood and um Joe Root um and they struggled they had a good win in Sri Lanka but apart from that I think things mm-hmm. weren't the best so um and they had a review the reviews generally when you lose an ashes um top head tends to roll and then Chris Silva was feeling the pinch so um he was out of a job I think Sri Lanka was smart they would have reached out to him that was a good um play from whoever was making the decisions to i know be approaching someone um of that caliber cuz coaching in england setup i know you would have gained some sort of experience you would have learned something out of you know in a high performance environment and from the candidates that sri lanka had um chris silver would i mean he'd just walk in easily cuz um you know control environments um he knows what is needed um just the track record hasn't been the best cuz in england so he's got that to fix with the sri lankan unit that he'll be in charge of um so that's how i see it got to take a bit of a positive coming back into that um single role of having you know the coach control in selections to what not that was I think one change that was wanted by Chandika Hathrusinga when he was the Sri Lankan coach at the time but um I don't think uh, the cricket board in Sri Lanka uh, approved that request um now when you look back not a not a bad thing that they held back cuz the workload was too much for Chris Silverwood to manage I mean he was tra- I mean the England English team was traveling around and you remember when uh, when the guys came here for the ashes series uh, australia hadn't played much test cricket no. whereas england had been traveling so much 
So whilst doing that for Chris Silver would have an idea of who are the county players or who's coming through the ranks, mm. he wouldn't have any, any idea on that. So uh, a new chapter for Chris Silverwood um, and generally he'll settle in. I think he'll he'll bring about his approach, uh, but like you touch base about his county experience might not be a bad thing because in Sri Lanka, we kind of come through development stages and, you know, with our local cricket setup with the club structure. Um, he might have an input that will, you know, help uh, the setup out there as well. Yeah, no, you're right. He's uh, he's joining Sri Lanka for <laughs> two years. That's his contract. Um, yeah, and he is he's supported by the appointment of Navid Navas as the assistant coach. And um, at one stage, Navid Navas was tipped to be the tip to take the coaching job as well then um, and so he ended up being the assistant coach to Chris Lord and I have played a bit of cricket with Navid Navas and I he was a co- he was the coach um, for one of my one of my uh, club teams back home as well uh, for a year or so I think you did you play under uh, yeah him at SSC or he was the coach? Wasn't no, he? not really. Um, I played under him under provincial tournament. Um, ah, yes, he was yes. in charge of a provincial team, but mm. I've always had, I mean, had a lot of interactions through the Sri Lankan setup whilst on the different squads that we were part of. Mm. Um, came across, he's a calm character, comes across a, a approachable person. So as a player, number one, you feel you can always approach him and reach out. Um, he has all those qualities that, you know, man management. We talk here yeah. about people wanting someone to speak to, mentor. Yeah. Um, so I've always felt comfortable as, as him as a coach. I've always like feel any time you can reach out and have a discussion about cricket with him. I mm. think which is a strong quality that um, should help the players involved. Mm. Um his appointment, I'm slightly um, surprised that it came through. Number yeah. one, um, he did apply as the for the top job. He applied for the top job um, and not getting looked into it. I kind of felt okay. He probably won't come back at assistant role. But I think sometimes in in where this is where it's a bit of criticism from the Sri Lankan setup is we tend to um, pick or want candidates who are proven, who, who we expect like a real high demand in mm. terms of, they would have, I mean, reviewing Navid Nawaz hasn't coached the international team before. Um, what are the credentials? Those are the ones they would have questioned, I feel. Um, but having said that, on the flip side, they might have, you know, had a small dangling carrot as well to say, look, um, come into a high performance environment, uh, prove your, um, get that experience that is needed under a shadow coach. And if there, if there's a review and if there's possibility, you never know that the top mm. job might be there for them. And um, when you think about the history, if you go back into the history of Sri Lanka cricket's assistant coaches turning to be, the head coach um, yeah. have a fair few guys who 
landed that gig from yeah. Kothas, um, Trevor Penny, Paul Fabres. So Fabres. Lots yeah. of candidates can Navid Nawaz can look back and say, hang on, they've gone on to be head coaches and um, that might be an avenue I might take on. So, Even Hatu. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So not a bad thing. So when you think about it, um, I, I guess just the initial not getting the job and then coming back, that's going to slightly have a small, um, you know, it's going to leave a small mark at some stage where you start thinking, hang on, is this the one? Hopefully that'll, that'll iron out and it'll work out to what is needed. Um, because I think in the Sri Lankan setup, Navid Navas has a good um, has a good following, good respect. Yeah. Um, into his uh, role as a coach, so um, I don't think it'll be a problem where he'll struggle to command or have the respect from the players. Uh, that'll be always there because most of the players who are in the setup now would have had the approach or um, have would have been. As a player under his wing at under nineteen level, under or 19s, yeah. level. so and that respect would be definitely yeah. there. He has done hard yards, you know. He yeah, he was a fantastic player who who didn't really get a go in international cricket because he had to, you know, break into a side where you had a fantastic set of batsmen and you know even the ch- yeah. I think the chance he got to play a test match and he. I think he averages 40. He, he only batted twice. And I think it was against Bangladesh. Bangladesh or yes. Back yeah. in the time when when we play test cricket against them, most of our batsmen batsmen retire out. They don't retire, yeah. you know, get retired. <laughs> yeah. They get retired out. Yeah. So, um, it was funny, how things have, funny how things have changed uh, over the years. But like yeah. he, uh, soon after retiring from cricket, he started coaching and uh, he was... Yeah. You know he is not he's not new to this job and he's done hard yards and um, he has yeah. proven he has a good good track record he's won um, championships in domestic cricket and uh, under nineteen cricket so yeah. you know I mean this is this is I think this is a stepping stone for him to go to the next level and be a national coach and uh, I'm sure he'll he'll do well yeah um, definitely. Yeah. The next appointments, I think, are pretty standard appointments who generally lead the bowling um, setups, like the fast bowling and the spin bowling, Piyal yeah. Vijay and um, Chamin Dawaz. Um, they've been over numerous times been, you know, holding those positions in um, and working through the players. So, yeah. um, looks like a standard um, contract that has been rolled over. Mm-hmm. Mano Jabe Vikrama, the field in, has been appointed into a field in role. Again, has been a long performer mm-hmm. uh, or a um, servant of Sri Lanka cricket as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And Pial Vijay Tunga as the spin coach. Yeah, as the spin coach. So, the group that can work together, I think the immediate assignment is going out to Bangladesh for a yeah. two-test um, series. I know the World Cup's here early November yeah, uh, yeah. with the T20 World Cup. Um, in terms of an ICC tournament, that'll be it. Uh, Australia probably follows Bangladesh after in that. June, in June, July. On their That's very Asian important tour. That's going to be a big one. Um, so, But 
now that the IPLs kicking off, um, maybe they'll have time with some of the players who are in Sri Lanka, and you know, it's like a preseason build up that a month's time to learn the players, go yeah. through the ropes, prepare a game plan on how they want to play, and be ready for that. Um, for Chris Fieldwood, not a bad one month's time to prepare his squad how he wants to play and yeah. move forward. Yeah, only person who's going to miss out is Dimut, who is in England playing county cricket for Yorkshire. So yeah, uh, he'll be he'll be back just in time for the tour. Yeah, and, um, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be having their Zoom meetings, uh, talking about um, yeah. how they want to approach and whatnot. Um, getting, I mean, county experience is a good exposure for the yeah. boys. I think Surangal Akmal landed mm. it. Uh, Dimut, few of the Pakistan players have gone out there because of the IPL being kicking off full. So international yeah. players available are pretty much the Pakistanis and the Sri Lankans. Mm. Um, so that's... I think it's a good sign for us to get yeah. that exposure. Before we get into the IPL, Bora, mm-hmm. uh, quickly, yeah. um, quickly chat about uh, what happened to our technical advisory committee. They were appointed by the <coughs> former sports minister, and uh, I think it, they resigned because they were appointed by the former sports minister. Remember, we it's talked about um, systems. <laughs> You know, we, we are not sticking to a system for longer. That was like, what, eight months ago. And here we are again. We are back to square one again. I mean, <laughs> as we feared. Yeah, another set will come and say we need to change. how well, we do it. And okay, from square one, they start a new change. And after two two years or years time, there'll be another crew. So a um, bit of musical jazz. But uh, I, I guess where they're coming from is, I mean, there is a bit of turmoil at the, where, where Sri Lanka is pushing for change. Um, the technical committee would have tendered in their resignation, wanting yeah. in, you know, on the larger scale of things. Um, Chris Silverwood might be a bit nervous because um, I'm sure he would have been signed in by this technical committee, mm-hmm. having you know, a bit of um, insight into that contract. So, um, a bit of uncertainty, but uh, yeah, you never know. The sports should, uh, I don't know, it's still uh, uncertain because I'm not sure even who the sports minister is. So, before oh. months' time, I don't know. Um, because normally the sports minister has to sign off on an international uh, team that we put on for a tour or a tournament or a match. So, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there but for the time being a bit of bit of loose ends out there in Sri Lanka yeah no it's as as we said before like cricket and sports are the last thing they worry about at the moment yeah um, yeah we'll we'll start we'll get into IPL for I mean the whole yep. world has stopped playing international cricket um, because of IPL for nearly two months and um Yep. Mumbai struggling with eight losses <laughs> in a row. Um, I think they're, they're, they're out of the tournament now. Um, but the um, two new teams, Lucknow and um, Gujarat, they're doing really well. And few Sri Lankans uh, playing 
especially uh, Dushmanta, Wanindu and Deekshana, they're doing really well. And uh, last night, Banuka got back into the team. I was I, I was surprised because he, he couldn't get into that team. Yeah, he, he had a good innings yesterday and I'm sure he will play for the rest of the tournament. Things are getting heated up now. Yeah, um, that's funny, Oscar, when you said uh, Mumbai um, hasn't won anything, just I saw online um, a picture of they were comparing the teams where they are in the, um, you know, the trophy race. Um, so you had the front runners, the Lucknow, Super Giants in Ferrari. So it's a race, Ferraris, <laughs> yeah, so Maharaj, Marutis and Rohit Sharma sitting on a bus stand. <laughs> <laughs> with his hand to, with his hand to his head, he's going nowhere. Like, so, uh, not, not ideal. Um, Mahela is probably feeling the uh, sting of it as well, but Mumbai Indians there, they had a shocking auction. I think that's mainly up to the auction how they went about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they went, they spent money on Archer, Jofra Archer, when he's not even playing this year. So, yeah. If, I don't get it. You want to spend money on the current situation wherever things are happening. In, in a year's time, who knows what Jofra Archer will be up to, you know, whether he might drop in mm. form. Uh, you never know. Fast bowler coming off injury, his pace to whatnot changes. So I think that was a poor move. So they spent a lot of money there. And they spent a lot of money on Ishan Kishan, who's um, they held as a mm. player. Um, they released Hardik Pandya, which is and fair, Pandya, but uh, yeah. Krunal Pandya was released. So um, they, they kind of dropped pretty much their strong core players now Lucknow Super I think uh, Lucknow Super Giants have, have been the best recruiters in the auction when you look at their players I mean KL Rahul um, and then the Pandya um, and then coming through to um, even uh, Dushman Chamir in the squad those are pretty smart uh, picks um, and then you have um uh, Ma, I think Manish Pandey, who's I mean yep. they they're good players. Mm. And when you when I when you see the dugout, when you see Gautam Gambir, he's been I mean he's had success with Kolkata he Knight Riders. So yeah. He's a good leader. So he I think a shrewd campaigner who did, mm-hmm. uh, did some work uh, in the in the back at yeah, the start of you know the auction. So that's why they're sitting where they are. Um, the Sri Lankan boys have been pretty good performers, that's for sure. I mean, we know the three players we talked about, how what quality players they are in mm. terms of their bowling skills. Uh, but I feel like Dushmant has just gone one more notch. He seems to be finding another gear to perform yeah. and show how things are being done. So, um, pretty happy for that. I guess I'd like uh, Wanidu to be batting or showing his batting skills a bit more. He seems to have been push down the order, but I think it could be with the quality of batters that are in that IPL, uh, in the RCB team. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't lose his batting qualities when he comes back to Sri yeah. Lanka. Um, but, yeah, Mahesh Dikshana is looking good. I mean, mm. he'll learn more. Uh, Banuka is pushing. He is making statements to get into that team. Um, and now I see, I mean, 
Chamika yet to get a go, but hopefully he'll he'll get a few games just to have that experience. And the under nineteen boy who just uh, joined in yes, as a replacement. So yeah. um, I see he's got his ninety nine shirt as well. So um, for Chennai, not that will be <laughs> exciting for him. So uh, yeah, they wonder whether he had to ask Malinga permission to. Get number ninety nine. I remember there was a time no one wanted to take yeah. Kasana Jayar Surya's number seven uh, in the yeah. Sri Lanka team jersey because yeah. you, know, you never know with Sanat he might make a comeback so no one wanted <laughs> to take the number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think well, he would have just had a chat to Lasit Maling. I'm sure the yeah. boys do communicate a lot. But Chennai is a totally different franchise. Ninety nine, no. No one would have had it, but he would have just said, "Look, I'd like to use '99," and then Malinga would have said, "Yes." So maybe he wouldn't have. I we don't know. We'll we'll, we'll hear more of that story. But um, yeah, you're right with Sanat number seven. Everyone was scared because um, was a player who made numerous comebacks at um, at different uh, stages of his career. So yeah. Um, yeah. If you if you look at the <coughs> table, Bora, um, yeah. we are recording this on a on a Tuesday. So Gujarat is leading with uh, Sunrises second, Rajasthan and Lucknow RCB and uh, Kings Eleven top six. Yeah. So Chennai has some work to do. They won two games, but you know they they might. They might make a comeback in the last few games and make it to the playoffs. So yeah, it'll. it'll yeah, the groups, um, the groups tightly do apart from <laughs> Mumbai Indians, but yeah, um, like Delhi Capitals, they are a strong team. They'll come back um, into the group with David Warner firing for them. Um, Touching mm-hmm. ways with you know RCB seems to be having one of the better years that they've had without Kohli. You know, scoring runs can. He's got two, um, two golden. Two, yeah, no. So I mean, KL Rao scored a hundred after two first ball ducks, I think. So um, next time RCB will be playing, there'll be a bit of eyes on what he does. Um, again, I think it's again very tight to call um, who'll make it. Um, mm. Everyone's playing, seem to be playing some pretty good uh, brand of cricket. Rajasthan Royals seem to be strong in their performance as Butler. well. <laughs> yeah, Butler smacking them around. Um, yeah. so I think he scored three hundreds this year as well. Uh, so two, two. Was it two? three? Um, yeah, lost count of it. That's how yeah. many he scored. Um, Chahal is bowling yeah. well. Yeah, Chahal's he's bowling he's well. Wicket. So a few Sri Lankans in that setup with Mali and Sangakkara. Yeah. So um, they're having a good time with that camp. Sunrisers Murali's team is looking good as well, but yeah. I just feel they'll they'll drop the ball at the back end with the batting. I just have a feeling the batting's gonna let them down at a certain stage, but they'll be competing for that. Um, yeah, early signs are. I'd like to be in the RCB camp because um, mm. they've, they've done a few changes that seems to be getting the results they want with uh, signing Faf Duplessis as the captain. Um, a bit yeah. of a leadership change there. 
Um, they do have some of the players who are now playing a couple of seasons together, so they'll be strong with Maxwell there. Wanidu's come along. Mm. Um, so they'll be settling in. I mean, Dinesh Karthik's having a pretty good oh. season. He's um, playing some unbelievable knocks. So he'll push into, he's trying to push into the Indian camp, which um, I'm sure yeah. is not far away. Um, and then our Sri Lankan boys in the different camps um, getting a good gig. The good thing is, but uh, apart from uh, Charmika, everyone else is playing. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully this will open up more opportunities for Sri Lanka because we yeah. have some good quality T20 cricketers in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Just that we haven't had a good last couple of years uh, playing cricket around the world and that caused these players not getting a look because uh, all the franchises tend to look players from Australia, um, New Zealand and uh, West Indies and yeah. England. So, so you know, you're playing in India. These boys, they know how to play on uh, spinning tracks and how to bowl on them. And yeah, hopefully this will open up more opportunities for few of the other yeah. Sri Lankan uh, boys, especially the white ball cricketers. Yeah. And I think it's a fair reflection of the guy's performance because we played a World Cup in Asia. Um, our bowling was strong. We know the guys know what they need to do to survive and get, you know, take wickets. They are playing wicket-taking roles into their mm. franchises, all three of the bowlers. Um the batters, we know it's, we had a struggling point. We, we didn't have a proper opener. We didn't have a middle order when in the Sri Lanka T20 camp. That's why none of our batters got picked. They need more stats to see. So, um, which is a right reflection of where our game's at. Um, mm. The bowlers coming back. I mean, we've got three, four of our frontline bowlers yeah. who, are, who are picked up in the side with Charmika included in that. So um, that's going to be our four bowlers that, that we when, once they come back will form an attack for us. Mm. And possibly you have your Lahiru Kumaras um, and some of the, like Dasun Chanaka probably will bowl a few. Um, and the guys rotating around them with, you know, um, the Maybe. left arm spinners. Maybe Matisha Patira, no, no, he might now. Matisha might um, make a yeah, yeah, you never know. He might come into the setup of the back of what he's what he will do in the IPL. Um, uh, but coming back, it's going to be test cricket. Things have got to change. Vimuth has been the lone guy with the bat for us. Um, so coming off of off season, generally it, it tends to toss up uh, another player into the mix. So um, we'll find out who that player is coming through the ranks for us. Okay. Um, before we wrap up, Bora, let's do uh, one question from Will Young from Melbourne. Um, he's asking, which Australia tour in Sri Lanka for a full tour, will there be security concerns with the current situation in Sri Lanka? That's in June, uh, June, July, Bora. So yeah. hopefully by that time, we will <clears throat> see some sort of a solution uh, has been implemented. Um, yeah, but most of these protests are happening in Colombo and they are 
peaceful protests and um, there's no violence or riots, uh, nothing like that. So I think the tour will go ahead and um, there won't be a problem for you to travel to Sri Lanka and watch the games if, if you are planning to go to Sri Lanka, isn't it, Bora? That's a very good question. I think security concerns won't be won't be a big issue there. It's um, it's a more of an economical crisis that Sri Lanka is in and we, Sri Lanka requires a lot of funds. I mean, especially the tour happening, a tour like Australia happening in Sri Lanka is really good for the economy in Sri Lanka with more tourists going out there watching the cricket um, and enjoying a good time. So that's the encouragement we could give from my, in Sri Lanka generally, it's, it tends to be peaceful protests. Yes, um, there is a bit of uncertainty, but I don't think it will go to a stage where games will be cancelled or, you know, the extreme scenarios could happen. So, um, we like Vida said, there's a couple of months to uh, for it to settle down as well. So, um, I think if you're planning on travelling out there, um, should be a good uh, good one to get it confirmed and go out there um, and watch some good cricket. Okay, let's wrap it up there. Um, thank you for joining us today and uh, please give us a rating on your preferred podcast listening app, especially on Apple and Spotify because that helps others to find this podcast. We will add the links for our competition in the show notes and if you check our social media you'll find it on top of our timeline share away get more likes um, gives you more chance to win that lovely bottle of gin yeah tag a friend hopefully you can uh, enjoy it with your friend um yeah once again big shout out to our sponsor four pillars gin and uh, we'll we'll add the link to their website uh, and you can check out their product range as well until next time um, let's wrap up from here cheers boys see you soon